it's easier for me to focus on the burdens than the blessings. I think maybe because sometimes I probably like I have more burdens than blessings. Like I got up today, I got to breathe in good air. I had the utility of my limbs. If I'm conscious, I can always be grateful for something. My name is Ashanti and welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast, where men get real. Men of all ages and backgrounds come together to talk about the masks that we sometimes wear. The front of the mask are the things that we gladly let the world see, the things we talk about a lot. The back of the mask are the things that we don't talk about much. Today, sharing his mask is Rondi Isaac. I know him as Rondi Yoga. Rondi and I met in 2020. I think it was February. When I was invited to present at Create the Space. Uh, Rondi is a program coordinator there. And I was telling a story. It was a space for men to come together to talk about these things that we've been through in our lives. Unrehearsed, unplanned, ideally a story you've never told before. And I told a story on that stage that I had never shared before. It was an interesting time because people were starting to wear masks, but it wasn't required and there wasn't the shutdown yet, but it was already feeling a little eerie. I got to also in that same room meet our engineer, Ryan Louie. Ryan was on episode 50. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and take a listen to that episode. He forced me to go deeper than I normally go. He listens to all the episodes. So he had, he asked me to go deeper. And every time I get ready to make a mask, I ask myself, am I using words I don't often use? Am I going deeper? And so amazing connection between not only Rondi in this conversation, but also in our opportunity to connect with our engineer here. So this episode, you know, Rondi is a father. He's a teacher. He has had over 600 hours of yoga training from different modalities of yoga. He's a founder of Barbershop Yoga, which is a beautiful space of men coming together every Saturday morning to practice together, to heal together, to work on our bodies, mind, and soul together. I really hope you enjoy this conversation. There's Lot to be heard here. There's a deep connection between Rondi and I. I am excited about what we get to do here in the Taking Off the Mass podcast. And as we connect with different organizations around not only the Bay Area, but around the world, uh, we're excited for the opportunity to share more men that we come in contact with who are also doing their own work, first for themselves and even for their community at large. More teachers, educators, practitioners. Just people who are willing to just tap into their heart and do the work because it's work. <laughs> We're asking people to do work. We're asking people to do their own personal introspective work, self-reflection. You know, in the mask, if you haven't made one, Rondi and I are going to share our masks here publicly, but you don't have to share yours publicly right now. Maybe you can just go to the website, millionmask.org and make your mask anonymously. And maybe that's the start of you just being able to name the fact that there is more to you than anybody can see by just looking at you. There's more to you than anybody can see by just looking at you. So I really appreciate you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Rondi. Um, I'm looking forward to the next conversation I get to have with him and others. If you know somebody that we should be speaking to on the podcast, please let us know. Send us an email reach out to us, put it in the comments down below. Let us know how our conversations 
can continue to enrich you and the men in your life of all ages. Thank you for being a part of the Taking Off the Mask podcast. See you later, folks. Bye now. Brother Rondi, hello. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. Ah, thank you. Hello, hello. It's really great to be here, brother. It's really good to see your face. We always try and be as vulnerable as we can be and authentic as we can be. So we could technically just pretend like this was just like a load up the computer and we're here having this conversation. And we know that we have been um, navigating tech madness for the last half an hour, you know? <laughs> if you only knew. <laughs> if you only knew. Uh, different platforms, different spaces, earphones, microphones, audio. Listen, here, one of the things I thought about when, when once we finally got connected, I could hear your voice clearly. I said, uh, imagine like people who go their whole life not being heard. Like you and I took half an hour maybe just to kind of troubleshoot technology that we knew that I could just call you on the side and still get you. There are probably people who like spend days and months and years not being heard. Imagine how frustrating that is. Incredibly frustrating. I spent half an hour and, 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 and I was, I could feel my, how my energy changed and how I felt shrunk and sinking and just frustrated. Right? Yeah. yeah questioning everything why isn't this working what is up with this why well and and and, and, and you know the whole energy oh, <laughs> and how often does that happen on like on a daily basis if we're not careful how often does that energy like carry with us or we we get we have something happen and then we project that out on everything else that's happening and that can be dangerous too you know i think that happens often like that a negative something something negative happened to us and, yeah. and instead of uh, I'm kind of washing it off and dealing with it and letting it go we take it into we take it forward Ooh. into the, our, our next encounter and then maybe that has a negative experience now start snowball maybe they walk away from it and it starts to and they encounter someone now it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger where we if we had just let it go yeah yeah well can you let it go always can you always let it i mean i guess you can always let it go but is it easy to let go well it's not easy no it's not easy but if you know that it's not going to serve you going forward yeah it's yeah. not going to serve you going forward right so just let it be it happened mm. accept it i could mm. look at, i i, I could have come on here and been like you know Letting that negative energy affect what's going on now. I've let it go. I'm like, all right, well, that that happened. Now I'm here. Now I'm yeah. Here. And thinking about that, like uh, that's actually very powerful. You know, we 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 I gotta have you introduce yourself because I, I think I'm, we're going to come back to this thought because the question is, when does that layer of you having worked on yourself enough to be able to say, okay, it happened. I'm moving on. And how far does that go when we are ignoring things that have happened that actually may need our attention? And not just adult, us as men, but adults, or, or kids, but like, oh, I am trying to just keep it positive all the time. 
So I never give myself even permission to acknowledge that I've been through the uh, the tough stuff. And if I'm responsible, if I'm a leader, if I'm a parent, if I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a partner, I'm always trying to be the person taking care of everybody else. So it never is a time for me to actually stop and say, "Man, I went through something really difficult, and I needed some way to process it." Right? I think that that's a piece of this idea of the mask, and which is powerful. We're talking about this because that is our mask, right? Too, right? Like. Like I said, we could have just became on here and be like, hey, what's up, Rodney? How you doing? Good to see you. And then we could have jumped in. We could have ignored the fact that there was something that happened prior to it. But I imagine there's some, when we don't deal with it, I imagine there's some seeds of that thing still carrying over, even if we got good smiles, right? Well, yeah. It's always going to have some type of footprint. And mm. the deal is how much we let that, how much we, we let that footprint direct us who we who we 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 we, we gonna gonna get into that we're gonna get into that (laughs) how about this rodney look welcome to the show like would you tell folks what they you want them to know about you we've already jumped into the conversation they don't even know who you are will you tell them what you want them to know about you take a minute or so and just like let folks know who are you but what would be helpful for them to know about you as we jump in that is such a pertinent question something that i've been working on My, my whole practice is based on that who are you i am the an entity that says i want to connect with you that is who i am i am the entity i am the being a soul of light that says i want to connect with you no more no less now i have modifiers of who I am a yoga teacher. I am a, a program director. Uh, I am a father. I'm a brother. I'm a, definitely a brother to this man right here. So those are modifiers of what makes of, of, of this, of what you see. But when you go down to in here, who am I? I am a light that is trying to I'm a light that's trying to connect to you. Thank you. Mm. Well, listen, you know, these conversations are really about us getting into the heart of it. Like, and, we, and we've already started into the heart of it. So when you say get down into here, I, I'm, I'm assuming you were. Oh, let me ask you, were you talking about the heart when you get into I, here? I am talking about, and you can call it whatever you want, but I'm going to call it for me. I'm going to call it my soul. Mm. My, my, each soul has a signature. Mm. And I am trying to show you my signature. Mm. How do you do that? How do you, how do you sign your signature in the world on a daily basis? How, what does that look like? It is a practice. It's an everyday practice. First, you have to relinquish all the things that people put on you and also relinquish the things are the titles, what I mean are, are titles mm-hmm. and labels that people put on you. So relinquish those, those things and relinquish the titles that you put on yourself, mm-hmm. that you put upon yourself, right? So you can say, I'm father, I'm this, I'm that, I all these things. But that could change in five years, two years. But there's an essence to who, to who I am always. And that just takes time 
that you ask me, how do you get there? How do I, how do you figure out that? Yeah, the million dollar question. It's the million dollar question. How do you get there? So during the time, taking that time to find out who I really am is doing breath work, doing meditation. And I think once you let go of some of the external titles, the other things start to come in. Mm -hmm. um, once you start to reflect on things you enjoy, what makes you satisfied, that happy, but con content, what makes you content, right? Then you can start digging deeper into that essence of you, that light, like, oh, that is who I am. So it is a practice. It is uh, a practice uh, often. It's a practice of taking time to ask yourself, to dig within yourself, who am I? And you have to separate yourself sometimes a little bit. You have to be alone and sit with these thoughts. And a lot of things are going to come up. A lot of things are going to come up. And... You know, the first thing that ever came up with me was, I'm just, I'm just your brother. I'm just, I am a brother to you. It's the first thing that, that comes up. But when I think about it more, it starts to, I, I'm like, well, that doesn't say all of me. That doesn't say all of me. And I want folks to know all of me. So now... I'm the light that's trying to connect to other lights. That says a lot more about me than anything else. Fantastic. Well, thank you for that intro. Thank you for that. And I, and I think that because we are going to make these masks right now, I think we're already kind of like been having this conversation a little bit from the front of this mask and a little bit behind, but we're going to go in more specifically behind. So are you got your piece of paper handy? You got your piece of paper ready? Got it. All right. So, folks, Rondi and I are going to make our mask here publicly. You don't have to make yours publicly. You can do it anonymously at millionmask.org. Submit your mask there and be a part of this million mask movement. So, Rondi, um, the first step is on the left side of this piece of paper. We're going to label that the front. You can write front at the top or you can just remember that the left is going to be the front and the right is going to be the back. Now, when we talk about the front, some of the front of the mask. So the first step on the left side is to draw a mask. Whatever you think a mask looks like, it's going to be perfect. Uh, I'll give you, you know, a couple of minutes. Just go ahead and draw and then we'll jump in. So draw a mask on the left side. Whatever you draw is going to be perfect. Okay. So you, how many, you need a few more seconds to finish drawing your mask? No, I'm going to jump in. I think I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm going to jump into the words. So, the left side, um, which is the front of the mask, uh, these are the things that you gladly let the world see. So what are things about yourself, three qualities or characteristics that you gladly let the world see? That goes on the left side. The backer are three things you don't usually let people see. Three things you don't usually talk much about, but that you're willing to share with us today. Three things that are on the back of the mask. All right. Now, as a guest, you get to decide who goes first. So either you go first or 
you want me to go first, but whatever you choose is going to be great. This is the benefit of being the guest. You get to decide who goes first to share the mask. I'll go first. I'll okay. Go first. I invite you to share the front and then, you know, say, say anything you want to say about it. And then I'll share the front of mine and then you will share the back. All right. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Tell us, tell us about it. What does it say? What are the words there? Uh, so I, I think I say friendly, proud and healthy. Mm -hmm. I'll say greet, greet, greet people with a smile, uh, no matter how I, I'm feeling. I've always want, wanted folks to feel comfortable engaging with me. No matter how I feel, I want them to feel comfortable. Like, I'm approachable. Also, I will also want people to... I, I, I walk tall. Yeah. Just uh, like I own the place. Folks, you know that I'm proud that I'm quiet, comfortable with quiet. Uh, I also want folks to know that I'm helping. I want I want you looking at me like whatever he's doing, he's doing something right. Or I want you to think like, oh, I should be doing whatever he is doing. So yeah, friendly, proud, and healthy. Thank you, thank you for that. All right. I appreciate that. I'm going to, I'm going to share mine. So I've been working on a new, a new design. So um, I've been working on this with a student, but this is, this is the mask. This is going to be the eyes and the nose, the mouth. I haven't got the, the mouse yet. We're going to figure that out next. But, uh, the words I wrote were funny, serious, hardworking and caring, funny, serious, hardworking and caring. And I used to, Mostly right, hardworking, but I think that that's a still a very present thing that I really try and show. I think serious and hardworking probably fit really closely together, um, and I put them I put them right next to each other because I think that I take this work really serious. Like when when you were when we were having that brief call talk at the beginning, and you were like, "Yeah, we we you know we just we already passed it. We already passed it. We're going to the next thing." And I in my mind, at back of my mind. And even I put my mask on, like, okay, tell me more about that. How do you, how do you move on so fast, right? And that moment of like, like, because I take, because I work so hard and I take it so serious, it's sometimes hard to keep moving on. Like when things don't go the way that I have designed in my mind, designed them or planned them or I desire them. And so I've always had to like, I know that if I'm not careful on a regular day. When people are trying to move on, I'm not ready to move on. Like, I'm like, no, I'm not ready to move on. And I've, I've had to learn that about myself to like, okay, I'm not ready to move on. So I'm going to just stop. I'm going to just, I'm going to just go in silent mode. Cause it's better to just be in silent mode and keep the thoughts to myself than to like, let my thoughts start spilling on out everywhere, you know? And I think that is, uh. Or I'll just go to funny. I'll make a joke about it or something trying to like, like, but I think deep down, like, because I, I care so much when, when something, when, when I, when I, when I fail at something, when I, when I, when I perceive I'm failing at something, it's hard to just be like, 
oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna move on to the next thing right now. Like it takes me a minute to be like, what is this failure gonna do to me in the future? Like I'm I'm, I'm kind of analyzing deeper of it. So that's what's on the front, and I think this is the first time I've really connected the serious to the hardworking, which is has been since I was probably very, very young. That idea of like always having to work really hard and because I was helping raise, help my siblings raise them when they didn't take it serious. I had to take it serious for them because when their chores didn't get done, I was going to end up doing them at midnight because I let them not do their stuff, you know? So it was always like, always these old memories are popping up. So yeah, that's the front. Can I interject really quickly? This is practice in the present right now, uh, because you said, draw a mask. If for whatever reason, I drew a face mm. that you brought to you, you put, you put, you put your thing up there and, and it was a mask. I was like, Oh God, I did it wrong. Mm. I, I could either dwell on that or let it go. And I was like, well, you know, it's done now. <laughs> I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> there, there, there's nothing I can do about it. I can, I, I can do about it, but acknowledging it to myself helps. Oh, made a mistake. You, 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 you interpreted what he said differently. Yeah. You, you interpreted what he asked differently. Okay. Yeah. And that, that's actually really beautiful because if you see other episodes, you see other people draw faces all the time. Like, so I, I think that the, the, it's left up to interpretation, right? It's left up to interpretation. And so I, I, I appreciate you naming that because I think, um, I remember one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the many times that people and they think that they've done it wrong. I'm like, no, that's perfect. Like, however, imagine if I was to say draw a wrestling mask or, draw a cultural mask then people are like on the internet looking for stuff but if you leave it open-ended and the fact that you don't like to draw like it is exactly what it's supposed to be it's exactly whatever came to your mind down through your arm and your pen and to your paper is exactly what it was supposed to be that's the mask exactly yeah and and and, and so yeah and and the accepting of that Mm. is is the first step of Okay. Where did that come from for you? Where, where, where did that ability to take uh, something that in this moment, do you feel in the name that I would have known that you had that thought right there? So, you know, you thank you for naming it in real time. I appreciate you naming it in real time. But maybe that would be helpful to people to understand where that comes from, because for some people that can be annoying. Right. I, let me speak for some people. Let me speak personally. I have found myself. <laughs> annoy when people are able to just like be like oh it's it's over i don't have to worry about anything about it and i think that i that's some of my stuff to work on it's not about them but i'm, but I'm curious like was there a, were you always that way as a kid growing up like you were just even just to move on from tough situations or was there some growing and learning or some or something in your life that happened that taught you this skill i i wonder i was quiet as a kid that was probably because i was always in my head just replay a situation over 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 in my head 
um, something that, that went wrong or something that didn't go the way I expected and playing it over and over in my head, seeing how could I have changed it? How could I have avoided the outcome? How could I have come to a different conclusion? Well, and you can't, but we still keep replaying it over and over and over again in our heads. Something, a book that, that helped me was The Four Agreements. It really stuck with me, some of the things that, that they say in this book. They talk about playing these things over and over and over again in your head. Mm-hmm. And you never really get anywhere. You never really get anywhere. That book is all about self-acceptance, accepting who you are. I don't set flaws, but we are perfect as we are. So just accepting who I am, how I am, how I engage, right? And so don't get me wrong. There are bigger things that happen in my life that uh, it's harder to let go. It is definitely harder to let go. And I do have that thing where I'm like, God, if I did this, that would happen. If I listened better, that would happen. But I eventually come to the point where I accept it. You know, I, 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 another thing, uh, another way to, if you have a friend who is who is close, who is a good listener, once you say some of these things to a friend, you know, like, this is something that happened. I just want you to listen. I'm going to tell you some stuff because I need to tell someone. And I just want you to accept it. Tell, tell someone. Yeah. Once you tell someone and they accept it, it's really easier to get that off. It's like purging. You got it out. Oh, that felt so much better to 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 talk with you about it. So thank you for listening. I feel mm. much better. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's important to have that dialogue with the person before, right? I mean, I have a lot of engineer friends who like solving problems, you know what I'm saying? So when you start talking about it, like Sometimes the habit is just like, oh, I got a solution for that, right? And they go, and I've had to like learn that, oh, okay, they're in there, they're in there, you know, that that brain is like trying to get to the solution. And I'm like, no, I haven't even finished dealing with what the problem is yet. Let me get to the, let me finish the problem out. And I think I've had to learn to ask for that. Hey, you got a minute, but I need you to, I need you to listen, right? Because I think being able to be clear, some people's love language is to be able to help people solve their problems. And some people's language is like, I just need you to hear me so I can just like let this process. I don't need a solution for it right now. I don't even, I don't even, I'm not even ready for the solution. I'm not even solution phase. I'm still in like accepting that this has happened and now I get to move to the next step. So yeah, thank you for naming that. I think it's, I think it's important. It's for our young people when we, we see them and what's happening in our communities. But I think this idea of what do they do with all this stuff they're carrying? Do I like do just shuffle it back and not deal with it, or do I do I have a place that I can process it? Do I have a place where I can name it, not be shamed for it, be be just held in the truth of how I experienced that situation? Right. I mean, I think in a lot of when I was a teacher in high school, you know, if a young man had a breakup, I've heard many conversations with other young men being like, "Man, get over it. Man, don't worry about her. Don't worry about that." And you're like, you. You either have had so many breakups that you're okay with that, or you've been taught or trained in a certain methodology that says your heart doesn't matter. 
But when somebody's heart is hurting to be in the place of like, just get over it. You should be over it by now. Don't worry. They're more fish in the seas, what they say. And it sometimes makes it really difficult. And so I think I, I, I'm always trying to like help young people when they're navigating those things, not to just go to like, I don't want to, I'm going to ignore it. Because what we do now and what we see in our young people now, they do a lot of numbing, right? Stuff, you know, in the Bay Area, what they, easy access to marijuana is legal here in California. So a lot of young people are numbing. They're numbing. They're walking around numb. There was a young man yesterday in my workshop um, at this school, and I, I'm, and my projection was that he was high. Now I could be totally wrong. He could have been sleepy, but for everything I know about, and my ten years of teaching and three years of administration and twenty years in education, this young man was high out of his mind, right? And all of his homies were like providing cover for him because every time I, I reached out to ask him a question, the first time I reached out to ask him a question, somebody one of his friend answered for him. I'm like. Oh, why are you answering for him? He can answer his own question, right? Because I know they were driving cover for him, but then I realized he couldn't even look at me. He, his, <laughs> the, the gravity on his eyelids were so heavy that <laughs> I could have sworn if, if he wasn't careful, his head would have hit the floor, right? He, he was just like, <laughs> I'm trying to get these eyelids up to see you, man, but I'm, but I'm, I'm having a hard time. And, and that moment of me like, oh, okay, something's happening here, and me to take a step back and not, not, not do too much, right? Because I know me, and um, but I, but I had to be like, oh, okay, something's happening here. I, so there's more going on than what I can see, and I could be making up a story that's not true, but also, um, I had to like, you know, make make room for you know multiple things to be true at the same time. So, thank you for that. Thank you for answering that question. I, I already jumped in because we got to go to the back. So let's let's move to the back, and you get to go first. So, um, we'll, we'll jump into the back of the mask. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh here we go i can already feel it uh, okay mm. i see that anger yeah sadness frustration you know angry at the world really angry at the world and so many injustices and mm -hmm. at least uh sadness because i feel helpless sometimes are not helpless hopeless hopeless the answers are there and we can go in a different direction as a society as a world we are so individually driven sadness to me like uh wish i wish we thought of ourselves or as a group mm -hmm. but even then even when we do think of ourselves as a group instead of getting a soup or a salad right we're in this bowl together staying together i have my group here and your group might be the cucumbers my group might be the tomatoes other group could be the lettuce. You know, we're 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 here together, but we're not together. We're just adjacent. Um, frustrated with myself that I let these things affect me the way they do. After all I know, just feeling still feeling frustrated with myself. Like, you can't control that. All you can do is control yourself. So why are you feeling this way about that? Ah, oh, Rondi, don't, 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 don't go 
you don't have to be in control of that. You don't have to fix that. That is, you fix yourself. You live the life that is best for you. You don't have to fix those other things. By living your best life, by living your truth, you are fixing how to fix those things. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I felt that. And um, that anger and that. It, it, I'm going to remind. Yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you. Um, I resonate with that angry. We're not together. Those pieces are, are really strong. Okay. Here's the back. Here's mine. One of them is a new one that I've not used ever before, but it's, a, it's I, just, I just heard it today from a mentor of mine. So self-doubt, balancing blessings and burdens and fear. Self-doubt, balancing blessing and burdens. I think I'm going to focus on that one today because that one is the one that was a part of my morning reflection, balancing burdens and, and, and blessings. I think, you know, um, in this journey, I've, 20 years, we're about to hit 20 years in this organization. Like it's almost hard to believe that it has gone so fast that it's, that we've been in this as long. Like I, I, I count back like, oh my goodness. You know, like I've been doing this for 20 years running this organization first as a teacher and now as a, a director, but like along the journey, I think there was many times that, you know, when you're running a nonprofit and if anyone out there is running organizations, if it's a nonprofit in that structure, like you're your livelihood is on being able to keep the doors open. Like, and what do you have that is going to bring in donations and uh, attention and awareness by people so that they will support your movement and your mission. And, and I think that, you know, along the journey there has been lots of ups and downs of just like, are we going to make it? Are we going to, well, this, this is when I was a teacher full time running this on the weekends and holidays and after school, you know, it was like, that we didn't have any, we didn't have no staff. It was all volunteer. Everyone was volunteering. I was volunteering. Um, and really just trying to keep the thing moving. And now that, you know, we have had a, you know, since 2016, we've had a, a we've, we've been an organization kind of self, self standing. And, uh, I think that sometimes I, it's easy to get focused on the burdens. And I oftentimes don't give myself enough time or I don't allow time. I think it's almost the opposite. <laughs> Here, here's 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 a, a part of this conversation that is actually standing out right now. It's easier for me to focus on the burdens than the blessings. I think maybe because sometimes I probably like I have more burdens than blessings. Like I got I got up today. I, I feel I got I got to breathe in good air. I had the utility of my limbs. Like if I'm if if I'm if I'm conscious, I can always be grateful for something. But when I'm running into my normal mind, I'm always thinking about all the things that are not going well. And so how do I give a clear balance to like, and there's a blessing here too. And there's a blessing here too. And there's something that's going well here too. Even of all the things, all the goals that I think we haven't met and all the targets and the measurements of milestones that are, don't seem that we've approached. And in that, there was that one kid who made a mask who came up at the end of the workshop and said, thank you so much. Like that's one. Right. And so I think because I operate in this world where it's kind of like to keep the doors open, you have to keep connecting resources. I'm always looking at the, 
the big picture of, you know, five months, six months down the line, a year down the line, sometimes it's hard to just be present right here. Because if you don't focus on six months down the line, the doors may close. And pandemic was one of those seasons where we lost 100% of the revenue that we bring in because all of our work was closed down. So it was that moment of that, of, of just a journey. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing today. Today, I'm in that balancing of the burdens and the blessings. And, uh, and I don't talk about it much. I don't think I hear a lot of leaders talk about it much. And um, maybe that's the next thing I need to spend some time talking about in this, this world of, you know, social entrepreneurship and, and leadership, you know, that there's a mix between both. So that's, that's, that's what I'll focus on right now for the back. You know, 20 years, lessons, podcasts, lessons, you know, keep going on, you know, some of the things that I know you do, like, I, I know you just did something, uh, I think you do a five mile K run. <laughs> the, the relay, the relay, yeah. Right? Doing all the work in some of the schools. Um, I think I was part of one of them. Had a great turnout. Blessings. You know, I think it, it, it's true of most of us that we kind of make our burdens bigger than what they are. Mm. I don't know, is it because we dwell on them more or when the week I think we give them more energy than, than we have to. Part of our of our society is always kind of like go to the next thing. You've done that, go to the next thing. Right? It has to be bigger and better and blah, blah, blah. You just can't keep growing and growing. Such a capitalistic, capital, capitalistic uh, capitalism works that way. Just mm -hmm. like Yeah. Yeah. That growth, that constant growth of scale. How are you going to scale this? How are you going to scale this? I think even with the movement, you know, I've, I've, I mean, I've had not only, you know, principals or adults and professionals ask, so what do you do once you get to the million masks? I haven't thought that far ahead yet. Now, you know, I'm like, I made a goal. I set the set the target out there. I haven't yet thought of all the, the all the things, right? And I think yesterday in a workshop, a, a teenager came up and it was like, "So what, what? You know, what's the what's the what's the bigger goal for this?" And I'm like, um, "You know, I was trying to make sure it was was it about an emotional goal or about what are you going to do once you get to this million?" And I'm like, "Well, we'll keep going, but well, but what's the ultimate like? What's the ultimate purpose for the million?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm like, and I'm like, "Well, you know, that's a million people." who remember that they're not alone. There's more to them than people can see. And we have a million people who do that and maybe they can spread that to another million and to another. And I answer that for the first time that way because most times I feel like I'm trying to like justify this goal. Like, and maybe the goal is just a, a big number, but I think every one of these masks matter, right? Every, this mask you just made, the willingness to share it publicly here, every mask matters. Right. And so you who have a, a concept of like, here is the mask that I'm wearing, you share with us publicly. And even though you have this skill that we experience today where, yeah, I'm moving on. I can't do anything about it. It's already happened. Let's move forward. But maybe it gives you another layer of when you meet people and you encounter people who are not able to move on. You're like, oh, yeah, Shanti and I talked about that. Like, I'm ready to move on. That person isn't. How can I make them right, too? Mm -hmm. How can their way of navigating it be also okay? 
right? And I think that that's what our goal is in these conversations is how we just understand that there's so many different ways of being human. There's 8 billion ways of being human, right? There's how many people are on the planet. And so if we expect people to always fit into the box, then we, we always like look at them like, why aren't you doing it the way everyone else is doing it? And I think that's what our society is failing at in a big way. When you say we are not together, we're not because we are, we're individuals and we're doing it our own way often. And we're trying to make people do it our way. You can't be doing it that way. You should do it my way, the way we're doing it over here. Because your way is not okay. And I think that's what we are trying to do in this work. So I think you got your tag right, bro. E equals MC squared, right? Mm-hmm. Every mass counts. <laughs> What's up? Every mask counts. That's right. And you know I'm a map guy, so you got you you got me excited over here talking about some easy yeah, MC. That could be cute or squared or whatever. That's right. Count squared, you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone, thank you. Thank, I, I, that one, that one's gonna, that one's gonna be every mass counts. You know, a million, like, okay, maybe ten million dollars. Every mass, everyone, man. That's right. Everyone has a potential of, of multiplying itself, of, of growing exponentially. If one person tells another person and that person tells another person and that person, like it, it has a potential of everyone hitting the right person who tells the next right person and the right person will join that, t- join this team and help us get to not only the million, but to the bigger meaning around it. So Rondi brother, thank you. Thank you for being on the show. It, what, what would you like as, as you get, as we get ready to close, you know, um, what, what would you like? folks to take away with them from this conversation? Like what have you gained or learned or, or what would you hope that people out in the world who were either thinking about making a mask or haven't made a mask? It's pretty open-ended for you. Like what would you say as we close out? The mask and what you're doing and sort of the thing that I am gravitated, I have a gravitation towards is something called uh, purpose and harmony. And I think this works well with uh, the past. And I think finding your purpose, finding the purpose within brings harmony outside. And why are we evaluating the master work we do? We're you know, this outside of the master work, the part that we show the world, and then hide this other part from the world, right? But we, when we get comfortable of showing that underside, right, what happens? We have more harmony. We have more harmony because now we're we're really comfortable with ourselves, and we know ourselves more. Right, that's the purpose part. Knowing, knowing yourself, right, be comfortable with all that. Be comfortable with all that. You are. You have a sense of connectedness to to the mm-hmm. lungs. Yeah, harmony with other folks. But. That which is people with everything around you. Yeah. Start thinking of everything around you as energy. Your energy source, I'm an energy source. Just having that thing where I'm just going to connect everything around me. And purpose and harmony. I like that. I think that's, I think that's a connection to what Howard Thurman says. He says, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that. 
because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. And I think that creates more harmony when we have more people on the earth who have are doing what they makes them come alive as opposed to doing what other people need them to do. That's so important and so powerful. Yeah. I have one question. How about you let folks know how they can follow up with you? If, if they wanted to learn more about the work you're doing, they wanted to learn more about the things that you're a part of, where, what are the ways that they can find you, follow you, learn about what you're up to, and then we can share that with everyone in the show notes, which you just tell folks how they can connect. Yeah. So you got your pencil and paper, or recording. Um, I'm about to give you a whole bunch of information. So for the month of September, for the month of September, uh, starting September, I believe, 9th, the first, September 1st is a holiday. I think it's like Labor Day or something like that. So nothing's happening there. But for the month of September, starting on the 9th, uh, 16, 20, 30th, 30th, I'll be doing a free um, workshop yoga class at the Malaga Center on 14th and Dallas. That, that's at 11 a.m., right? And we'll be working on that purpose and harmony thing. Definitely working on the purpose and harmony. Uh, I also have a website, Rondi Yoga, Lee, RondiYoga.com, R O N D Y O G A.com, <laughs> RondiYoga.com. Yeah, just go to my website. Definitely show up at this um, event uh, that's happening at the Malaga Center on 14th at Alice here in Oakland. Also, let's see, uh, Black to Yoga is an organization that I help run um, called Black to Yoga. Also, Create the Space. I'm a program manager for uh, Create the Space. All right. We do a lot of stuff for the community. So just... If that's enough. That's fantastic. We'll link all of that. And if you, if you are catching this after September, there will be many things happening. And um, all the links to all these uh, organizations will be in the show notes. So you can connect with Rondi. Rondi, thank you for being on the Taking Out the Mass podcast. I really appreciate you. Thanks for navigating all the, the early the early navigation madness. And um, What's up? What? I, I, what's up? There was nothing. Yeah. There was nothing. There was nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was so like 2002 you know what I'm saying was, yeah <laughs> listen folks thank you for being a part of a show with us you know Ronnie and I we shut our mask here publicly you don't have to do that you can go to millionmask.org make your mask anonymously and we invite you as Ronnie said every mask counts so whether you, whatever you draw is perfect and what we invite you to do is to go make a mask. And if you find something meaningful about you making your mask, maybe you invite a friend. And if we each recognize that every mask counts, squared times two, doubling, tripling, quadrupling, exponentially growing, we will change the world one at a time. So thanks everybody. Rondi, thank you for being here, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Bye everybody. Peace. The Taking Off the Mask podcast is produced by Ryan Louie and graphics by Kelly Wong. Guests are managed by Dan Paloma and the podcast is edited by Samuel Matingo. We'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast. And for every guest that's been a part of the show, you are now a part of the Taking Off the Mask family. The Taking Off the Mask podcast is brought to you by the Ever Forward Club. And if you like what you've heard today, please subscribe, write a five-star review and share this with someone. We look forward to having more conversations that matter. And please remember, there's more to you than anybody can see by just looking at you.